Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by Bibi Dalman and Rosling McNally. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Earth School. Uh, we thought we would dive in with a little question that was thrown over to me by somebody this week, which I thought was really interesting and really applicable to probably a lot of people, um, especially in the way just the world works in general. So the little question is, how do I stay true to my purpose and offerings? Sort of especially when maybe the fears, the anxieties, the worries, the concerns and all the little things that our beautiful heads will create. Maybe and then when I start maybe thinking I need to do it like other people, which I think is a really beautiful mm-hmm. question and really relevant to the times we live in in general all the times. But even more so now when we have our social media and there's so much available to us and so much out there and there's so much more for us to even compare ourselves to in a sense or to get distracted by. Um, so, Bibi, my dear, where would you like to start with it? Mm, I love it. I guess it's such a, I think, such an important theme and just, I think, so so many of us are probably coming across this sort of challenge more than once, I suppose, if you're, if you're trying to create from an authentic place, if you're trying to follow your soul, if you're, you know, um, yeah, just trying to stay true to yourself, you know. I think one take on it is has to do with the nervous system. I think the nervous system feels safer, your ego, your mind feels safer when we are in the herd, the herd mentality, when we're doing things like everyone else does it. So when we're sticking our head out and doing something different, whether that's, you know, in our, in our, in our endeavors as an entrepreneur, whether that's as a healer, whether that's the topics we speak to, we sort of stick our head out. We go to the edges of the herd, right? And that just moves our our nervous system up and towards an upward regulation, right? So there's anxieties, there is fears, there's also like the fear of, you know, maybe everyone else has it right and I have it wrong, (laughs) you know? So I think there's like conversations around the nervous system, conversations around approving ourselves, Um, and also with that, I think really important to allow ourselves to be wrong, whatever that means, you know, or make mistakes or, you know, uh, not having to get it right the first time. I think that's really important as well. Yeah, definitely. Because when you're in that period, whether it's like you're starting something new and therefore maybe you're transitioning from what's considered a safe job or a safe thing to be doing and it's there and the stability is there and then you're moving into something where it's new territory in a Mm -hmm. sense but it's really what you want to be doing what you want to be expressing yourself as and sometimes I think when we begin that transition part we can begin to lose the actual essence of what really brought us into that sharing place like of what we want to share with the world of how we want to show up in the world of why we're doing what we're doing what's really important to us like because then suddenly we're starting automatically to look at maybe what everybody else mm. is doing like that way like or we're told you know go research you know in a sense your competitors or go look see what else is out there and therefore like it's like rather than incubating what we have or holding it very tenderly that we get overstimulated by everything that's mm. going on outside like and then <clears throat> excuse me especially if we're starting something new 
we've sometimes that added pressure then of, but this has to work like, mm-hmm. do you know, like this has to become something and I need to, you know, have to pay my bills, I have to do whatever. Like, so there's so many layers to it and it will be different for each person. And then you've got the phase then where if you're already established, but you're shifting direction and you're in a sense bringing something different out, that whole phase then of, you know, like, but like, will people just think, you know, you're either following a trend or you've gone do la la even though you're possibly already do la la but you know or you know will I lose the credibility or will they think I'm you know fluffy flaffy and can't keep hold of anything mm-hmm. rather than seeing, you know, seeing it as an involvement of yourself mm-hmm. so there, it depends sometimes where we're at in the season of life ourselves or in the season of the cycle of our business or our life where those changes are happening like but it's always going to stir up in a sense the foundations like of what we've built on ourselves and our identity too mm-hmm. like which I think is a, it's a really interesting and potent thing. Like, so it's not always just about what we're seeing outside. It's actually also about what's going on internally. Like, what's it bringing up? Is it the need to please other people? Do you know, like not rock the boat mm. that way? Like, stay very in the safe zone. Do not want people judging me, or will people think X, Y, Z? So there's so many layers to it. Mm-hmm. And I think coming back to what you were saying when we look at you know what other people are doing and you know i think we sometimes mix and blend up a couple of layers when we take when we take a business lens right there is such a thing as a competitor analysis that is really important to do that it's like essentially you know who you are as a company you have your product you are down the design road of the product it's or service it's it's nearly it's nearly ready to go to market and then you also check out the market so it's essentially doing like <clears throat> a weather forecast you know you got like mm. who's who's out there with what ideas and where my landing line after you know to have a same product as somebody else or is there sort of like the blue ocean where nobody else is kind of in there but i think what we sometimes do we do the competitor analysis before we even have our own idea yeah. and so it's 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 sometimes an, an act of getting the order right um and the other layer that gets mixed in sometimes is with inspiration and competition. So this idea that, you know, you might see something somewhere, something is stimulating you and you you respond to that, which is really inspiration and idea lands. I mean, like to have a very truly authentic or not authentic, but unique first time spark is mm-hmm. very, very rare. Most of the things we perceive uh, are usually a blend of, of inspirations we 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 got from somewhere else right so then we mix going out and getting these inspirations and then we compare ourselves to that so again we're blending two totally different different mm-hmm. aspects so i think mm-hmm. for all of us who are sort of running running a one-man show or one-woman show <clears throat> i think it's like when it comes to that a lot of us ending up in in sort of a business situation without actually necessarily having the business background we're coming in because you know especially in the holistic field because we we mm-hmm. we love what we do we come with that sort of soul calling into it and then all of a sudden we end up running a business so I think one way of, of getting a little bit more ground underneath your feet is to actually maybe look up some business skills or some business structures, uh, getting a little bit of support in there or getting books or getting, you know, courses that, uh, and I would almost recommend at that stage to go like old school courses, like not, not the quick to market mm-hmm. courses, like the marketing strategies, you can layer them over, but we're talking about business strategy because, or business actually structure rather than strategy. It's like, 
you're the one person, but if you were a big organization that has a marketing department, an accountancy department, and a sales department, mm -hmm. and, you know, the, 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 the CEO and, you know, all those different sort of layers, how you structure a company or have structured oftentimes a company, they all go with different roles. And so because we are the one-man-woman show, we have all of them in us. And so mm -hmm. then we get, you know, this visioning that really the head of a corporation really does gets blended in with the research department and it gets blended in with the marketing department. Mm -hmm. And so there's like all of these anxieties are fueled. And oftentimes I think there is a there is a way out very pragmatic apart from obviously having practices to soothe your nervous system is also be very clear on if you if you go in online, if you go in on, onto social media, so if you're researching something on the web, like really be clear on your intention. Is Are you going out there to actually mm -hmm. be stimulated to have inspiration? Or are you already at a stage where you're checking out the competitors, where you check out like, you know, I don't even like to say competitors, but like other people doing amazing things. Mm -hmm. And you go like, oh my God, there are really great, great ideas out there. And then do you have the capacity to also shut that off like turn it off step away from it go for a walk let it all sit let it blend and then self-source from the inside you're like your findings to that you know mm. i think there are some some really important aspects um because when we start to blend it in it just gets one anxiety inducing sort of mesh that keeps us potentially from bringing forth like something that's really mm. close to our heart but also maybe really important to humanity you know everyone everyone counts at the moment every every authenticity is important to come through so um the more you can hold yourself in a space of kindness and support in that way the more likely it is that those ideas are coming through and out mm, i think definitely like you know the, the research and part not there like i think it's like timing with a lot of those as mm -hmm. well like you know like we literally as you said like we might have that little tender idea and next thing we're out researching rather than maybe being with that little idea, journaling with that, sort of getting even the mood board or whatever it is around a sort of thing, like and getting really clear with with it within ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, like if, if it's coming to visit, how does it want to be expressed? What are the core aspects of it? So you have more of what's coming from within you. Mm -hmm. And then you can go, okay, actually, think about this, but I'm wondering what the, exactly that means or what that looks like. And then you're going out, but with a really clear intention of, I am not going to hop into 6,000 other accounts that do what I do. Like, and I'd sometimes say to people, just stop following people who do what you do. Like, do you know, like if it's going to impact your own expression of self that much, mm -hmm. that sometimes it's better just to take a little pause, a little step back. Do you know, like, and as she said, look at some of the other skills, like the business parts, the parts where I feel a little bit weaker, like but I think sometimes we're too quick to go external yeah. rather than sort of staying just with what we have and really fleshing it out, because more than likely there's enough in that as well, because sometimes we're adding so much. Well, I need to have more in that there or, you know, what everybody else is doing, you know, like these big, 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 big programs. And I'm meant to have one of those, too, rather than well, maybe this is like. The little six week thing, maybe this is just a one day thing, whatever it might be. Do you know, like trying to keep it in its original form mm -hmm. initially? And then as you run with it, it can always sort of mold and be shaped then differently. Like, because mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer, like, you're never going to get it like the way you want it the first time running anything. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know, like I sh shift and change things constantly. Like, because I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, now I, I want to actually really explore this aspect of that thing I taught, or I really want to bring people into this space of what I taught. Do you know, like I can't I just can't do 
sit in front of a class and do the same thing again and again and again. Like it, it's just for me personally, it drives me me crazy mm-hmm. that way. Like probably not the people in front of me, but me. So I think it's like it's really trusting that what's visiting us is in the form that it wants to come out. And also, like even if there is 20 other people, 33,000 million other people, whatever, like doing the same thing, nobody's lived your life experience like. Mm. nobody has your essence your energy nobody has that maybe one thing that you really want to express about that mm. do you know like, and I think sometimes it's the narrowing down actually that helps yeah I think like the intentionality when we go out and look at others work is really important um mm. am I looking for what am I actually looking for like what am I hoping to see out there you know is it am I hoping to see that nobody's doing what I'm doing um Am I, you know, hoping to find approval? Like, am I hoping that others are doing it worse than me? Because we're always surprised when somebody else is doing it better. And I'm like, you know, better as in, you know, where to come as, but like very refined. And I'm like, yeah, but what was I expecting looking out? You know, was I expecting and hoping to find people doing it really badly? Because I think there is always this sign of business of, there is that kind of, I always think like sustainability in business, if I can only sustain as a business because everyone else is doing a really bad job, I'm probably not doing such a great job myself, you know? <laughs> so it's it's like doing being very clear on my intention when I'm going out there and 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 looking for things and and always going, can I find that actually within myself? Like self-approval, really important. And you mm-hmm. said also something about you know, being mindful about who you share stuff with in the early stages as well, you know, um, sharing it with, with parents and family, depending on what your relationship is, where it's at. Um, it can be really, really difficult because potentially when you share it with your parents, you may actually look for parental approval, which is more like this, like inner child sort of dynamic rather than like the business dynamic. It might not be applicable for everyone and their parents, but it can be a source. It can be when you go out to people who have some sort of status um, and you're looking for their approval. Again, it's the externalization of power that's actually playing out. And can I just watch that and stay with myself? And who am I sharing my ideas with? Are they actually people who get me? Are they people who have um, really my sort of my own interest in 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 mm. their mind you know and that might mean that they actually warn me if i'm like really running something off the cliff <laughs> you know it's like that's also good friend dick genuinely goes like i just like run the figures there again one more time just <laughs> see before you make that investment you know um but generally like sharing it with people who are on on your team you know mm-hmm. i think that's really important and then when you have a solid idea when you have something maybe already out when you have maybe first feedback from even people or students then you can always share it with more people as well in your in your family and, and you know because it's it's like it's already an existing thing then and I find that people who are who tend to be maybe more hesitant towards the further out sort of ideas once they see it materialized they become often very supportive of that it's just mm-hmm. as long as like an out there idea is still not 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 a not a lived thing um where i think also parental protection might come in or any senior figure in your life doesn't mean that they have to be older but that they might kind of they can't maybe see your vision and as a result of that and maybe even out of loving uh support to you they just want to keep you safe just Mm -hmm. like your ego and your nervous system and then they kind of pull you in so just thinking about who you're sharing it with that idea and at what stage are you and how vulnerable are you 
around receiving that feedback. Mm. Mm, definitely. Like, and I do think for the majority of people, it's the everybody else is better than me. Mm. Do you know, like, I'm never going to be X, Y, Z. Everybody else knows more. Everybody else can do it. Everybody else got a better, you know, clarity of message or, you know, better brand or whatever, etc. You know, so for most people that I meet, the comparison is actually like, I'm just not good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know, like, and therefore when I'm out there looking at other things, that just keeps reaffirming that to me. So then I'm in the freeze mode almost, like. Do you know, like, so what, what's the point? Like, do you know, and coming back to the question, like, how do I stay true to my purpose and my offerings? And to me, that's that really coming back to the, you know, why did I start this here? What was it that was ignited in me or from my own personal experience? You know, in a sense, my story, what really made me decide to start maybe this business, this offering, to start this way of sharing with people? What is that maybe if there was only one thing that I could share with somebody, what would that be like sort of getting really down into the core of it? Because there can be so many other parts that will expand from that. But the deep remembering of what is it that drove me to, you know, maybe leave a job to maybe, you know, hire some support childcare to to maybe go part time to maybe like ask my partner for support. Do you know, like what are the things that really I part of me that the part of me that was lit up when I decided to do this. Mm. We sometimes can get that little flame becomes a little bit, you know, flattened down a little bit. We forget to fan it, give it some air to light it up because we're like, oh my God, like, look, look, there's so much out there. And there, there is like, mm. but there's always somebody looking for what you have as well, like, because we're so different. So I think, you know, just coming back to a sentence, how do I stay true to my purpose and offering mm. to me? It's like, can I go back to that phase when I was so excited and I was like, this is what I've got to do. This is what I really want to do. This is what I want to share with people. And can I write that down and put it somewhere so I can remember my own little, there's a word for it, not memento, it's coming into my head, but memento, but there's a word like, you know, my own little memo to self or whatever that can be every time when I feel my foundation shaking every time I compare myself to outside I come back to but why am I doing this and what is my message like mm. do you know because nobody will have the exact same thing off it like mm. do you like most people will look at me and go oh it's a transition from accounting to to working in this field and I'm like that's actually not mm. at all what I'm interested in like sort of thing like do you know, like I go back further in my story and I find what drove me to this here, like, but it's what people will always pick out the most, like, do you know, like, so we all have different things that people will look at us and go, oh my God, they've, they've managed that, they've done that there, they've learned to care for themselves, they've learned to nourish themselves through burnout, they've learned to move through grief, mm. whatever it might be, like. Mm-hmm. And I think two things to that so one i think when we look outside a lot of times we read and see the polished stories you know yeah. we see the like just to pick up in your example like to market that you go how do i leave accountancy behind and step into the job of my dreams like that would be sort of the marketing slogan right to spin yeah. it you know whether you want to do it or not um so when we see other people's stories let's not forget that is a and it's not likely wrong it's just a finely honed external expression of an internal story so what that does i think to a lot of people is like well what what if i just have an ordinary story you know like what if what if coming to yoga has not changed my life dramatically you know it was not necessarily uh the one moment where everything changed you know what if it's more 
more slowly, you know? Um, mm. What if like growing into your soul expression, there's no point in time when you felt you were off and now you're on. It was just a slow grow, like a slow burner, you know? And because these things can oftentimes not be easily, that easily like mm. communicated in sort of a marketing slogan and like a story to buy in and, and, and enhance everyone. And if you look at marketing at the moment, it's all about storytelling, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, picking the essence and then beautifully swap that around. But when we're looking at it from the outside, we can feel like just overwhelmed with that. So it, what I'm really trying to say here is like if you feel you don't have as an outrageous story you know from the phoenix or the ashes although everyone actually has <laughs> but if you feel like you don't have it don't let that be the determined issue mm -hmm. you know your your story your purpose what you're contributing is still worth it and the second piece I want to add to that is how to stay connected to my soul purpose purpose um it has to have to do something with staying connected with yourself so I would look at how you're structuring your day, your week. Do you have time that you're spending with yourself? Are you going for walks? Are you doing things that nourish you? Are you doing things that are really exciting to you? You know, um, are you having those quiet moments, you know, where you completely disconnect from anything like socials and, and any distractions, not even letting a podcast and even stepping away. And I think that's really important as women, stepping away from, from the self-improvement dynamic as mm -hmm. well um, and a personal growth dynamic like they're also connected with deep inner childhood woundings as well where we feel we're not good enough so we need to improve you know um, because when we're spending too much time in that what we're also saying we're not enough so if you're running a big massive personal growth you know uh, clearer campaign at the same time it's really difficult to also find the self-approval that the idea you have in that moment is worth mm. so sometimes we have to step away from it all um, whether that be for a couple of months or whether it's just be for an hour once a week and you go I'm taking everything off I'm spending some time with myself good cup of tea or meditation breath work good bath walk in nature um if you're a dancer put some music on dance things like that that connect you to yourself again where you go oh my god I am actually designed for life I'm able for life I'm I'm a capable human being and this is coming through me and this this is much easier to stay in contact with your purpose in that way than when so much of your thoughts mm -hmm. and with the thoughts energy go to everyone else outside mm -hmm. yeah yeah and also it reminds you too of why you're in what you're doing like yeah because it's as for like yes being of service but it's also for like where am I in my whole life like do you mm -hmm. know, like, because more than likely I made choices, whatever they were, mm -hmm. to improve the quality of my life, maybe to improve my relationships, maybe spend more time with my kids, whatever it might be like. But of all of that's getting lost in me trying to, you know, put this thing out or to bring this thing through or to compare myself sitting on the Internet, whatever, like then I'm losing the real focus of what's really important to me mm -hmm. and have got lost in the. The sort of the metaverse in a sense or the Facebook or the Instagram or whatever it is like but I do definitely think we need more time away from those fucking things in a way like that way because our imagination isn't we think it's where it stimulates our imagination like mm. but it doesn't really like it does in a sense but not to me it's so different when it comes to that space versus when it comes from if I'm outside or somewhere else like mm. that way like the ones that happen in different places will stay with me viscerally for so much longer mm. or else I'm inspired by something I see in the internet's there for two seconds and it's gone like so it's not really mine yeah. it's just that moment going oh god that's a beautiful way of writing that there but it's not me and it's not mine yeah
I think as well, what's really important to keep in mind of when are we con- consuming, when are we creating? Mm-hmm. And that boundary blends oftentimes on social, you know, because you go out in order to create something, you put a post out, that's the intention. <laughs> and then you find yourself flicking and consuming through everyone else's uh, pages and what they've written. And, uh, and so when we talk about uh, entrepreneurship and the sole purpose and alignment with, with, you know, with our true self and expressing through that, this is an act of creation. This is something from deep within coming out now if you flood your system with imprints from the outside in in terms of consuming um consuming news consuming you know Mm. visually consuming through audio even podcasts consuming food like just take a look at the amount and what are you consuming that your system has to process and while it's processing it's very hard for your system to actually create and go out so it's one or the other so stepping away from consumption overconsumption uh, in in its many different forms can really help to open up the channels for creativity yeah and I think that little second part of that question you know like I think I need to do things like others we've addressed that in some of the earlier episodes mm-hmm. of the business ones like that way of getting really clear of like you know if you let go of the outside external of how we're told things should look and how we should be doing things and how we should be marketing promoting or storytelling or selling ourselves or whatever it is sort of thing like do you want to come really back to like how do I want Mm. to be doing and how can I maybe keep it simple for myself Mm. and easeful and maybe and even possibly could we imagine it being joyful (laughs) do you know and and coming from a from a business strategy point of view one more time um so much about business is actually intended about finding your USP your unique selling point so what is it like any company? What is it that the company offers into the market that's so unique and that gives them that uh, that head start towards everyone else? You know, mm-hmm. so in business, that's what you're generally looking uh, for. Um, the thing is, when you are trying to do something like someone else, you're working actually against that sort of flow. You're actually trying to flatten because we all have a unique USP because nobody mm-hmm. can be like you. So. No, we can say things the way you say it. Nobody can has the same experiences you've had. So there's a there's an innate authenticity that comes through each and every one of us. That if we can stay true to that and spend more time with that, that naturally positions us in a business world mm-hmm. in a very unique way. So when we look then at what others offer, what we are doing is actually we take away your, your, our uniqueness and blend in with the masses. So it's another product that's mm-hmm. already existing or another marketing campaign that looks like the other or, you know, another way of there's always these phases where it's like very popular to design your website in a certain way. And, you know, when you look around, <laughs> you just see every website looks like that. And then every once in a while, there's one website that does it either old school or completely avant-garde new way but breaking the rules of Mm. what you're supposed to do and like they're they're the outstanding pioneers you know they're that catch your eye Uh, and so it's the same in your own offering you know when everyone gets super polished i mean i remember jamie oliver right when he brought rustic back Mm. (laughs) rustic cooking (laughs) you know it was like this whole trending cooking to really refine and polished and you know um sort of like star chefy type of cooking and then he just brought it back and made rustic a thing and and it was a big thing then for for a long time you know um so look at at different industries and look at 
what sort of pivoted whole trends oftentimes is by someone doing them not conforming and um and the beauty is we all have that in in ourselves when we do us so it's really just thinking about what is it in your life that you need mm. so you can so you feel more comfortable doing you and that can start in small conversations like how can you stay true to your opinion when you have a conversation with a friend how can you stay true to your style of mm -hmm. cooking when you know the people are coming over they're a different way you know you, you just do you how can you teach a yoga class when you feel there's a student coming in that is expecting something totally different whether that's actually reality or you just project it so learning to stay true to yourself you know like how you decorate your house i'm just looking around you know because we're we're in someone else's apartment at the moment you know and it's like it's beautiful it's not me it's definitely them and i feel totally inspired by that you know mm -hmm. but it's it's like their own unique flavor so it's like how can we honor that in ever more things so sometimes practicing for business actually happens outside business i feel safer mm -hmm. and then you can like all of a sudden it just happens you know when when the, sort of the, the pressure is on in business and it counts in that way you just you just do you because you're doing you in all the sort of places too mm -hmm. yeah, that's very true like when I was teaching Reiki like do you know like I just I'll say I'll, I say it to anybody I've ever sort of worked with an author like I have no interest like I've absolutely no interest in teaching you how to read somebody's energy field as and to go into their you know, like, oh, my God, your heart chakra is blocked or this is done or this is here sort of thing. Like, and some people hated me for it, which is fine. I was not the teacher for them. Like, and other people were just like, oh, my God, actually, this makes so much more sense to me and my life and empowering. Like, do you know, like, so we've got it like to me, it's like about accepting I couldn't do it any other way. Like, mm -hmm. not even if I tried, like, I just couldn't. It would be so just not me. Like, do you know, like, so I would have been showing up, not as myself. I would have been teaching in a way I thought everybody else wanted mm -hmm. that way like versus what was really really important to me and really true to me and really just what I was like wanted to share with people there's this whole other way of looking at energy there's this whole other way of looking at Reiki there's this whole other way of looking at the root system of Reiki and how it can support you in life like mm -hmm. do you know like, but if I didn't do any of that like what most people said like would say to me is like you're so enthusiastic about this like and I'm like yeah because this is just what I love like mm -hmm. But if I had to try to teach you the way it's like other people did it, do it, and um, which is perfect and fine, and that that's them mm -hmm. in that way. Like, but if I had to try to do that, it would have been so like like lukewarm, flat, and I would have would have been hard work for me. Mm. Do you know, like, because I'm trying to be somebody who I'm not, like, and I'm trying to say things that I just don't maybe have a full belief in, like. Mm -hmm. Or else when I'm teaching in the way that I see Reiki, I can stand behind that because it's my experience, like. And I think that's a part of it too. Like it's like it's like your energy is what speaks. Like so, if you're speaking from your heart of what's important to you, people feel that there. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all sat in front of people where we're going that you just don't sound like you're you're really there, like sort of thing. You don't really like I don't really feel like you're in it. Like you really want that, you know, or they're trying to tell you something or sell you something. You're like, yeah, no. Do you know, like so? To me, it's that it's like you're working on an energy level and not just through your words but through your pure essence your energy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 100% and I think one thing also to consider is to check in whether you may have the idea that there is a right way of doing it and then there's a wrong mm. way of doing it in your field 
And then we look at others and we assume that's the right way. Mm. And so when we do things others, we assume we're doing it the wrong way. Um, whereas I'd like us to shift our attention away from what's the one right way to in how many different ways can you write a novel? Like, do you know, how many different ways can you make bread? Like, yeah. these are these are sort of, and how many different ways can you teach a yoga class? Uh, and how many different ways can you can you live a life, you know? So I think that's where creativity mm. and that's where power is in. And I think when you move yourself away, free yourself from this idea, there's the right way, the one way, and you have to find it. Because that's a lot mm. of pressure of finding your way and approving of your way is the right way for you, which might change in a few years again. And mm, and then yeah. it's the right way for you at that point in time and again and again. But when you can free yourself from that idea that one way is the right way, you start to breathe again. You know, and I think that is also a way of staying true to your own soul. Because if you have these competing concepts, you have the concept of on one hand, I want to stay tr true to my soul. But then also, on the other hand, I have this concept of this one right way mm -hmm. of being a Reiki teacher yeah. or being, you know, an accountant or whatever, whatever you are. These, they're going to compete because there's only one of you. And how are you going to mash that into the oneness that everyone mm -hmm. is supposed to be in that field, you know? So I think spending some time with that and really going deep and catching yourself, you know, calling yourself out. And every time you kind of go into that, like, ah, oh, that's the wrong way. What's the right way? You know, I think that's really empowering and it's going to help you to stay true to yourself um, and doing you. Mm -hmm. So on that little note, we will wrap up. So people, as always, we are two little, two women who are running a little podcast. So we'd appreciate any little stars you'd like to leave us or any little reviews. They do help because we are a two woman and a one man show who does the audio for us, Liam. Mm. So um, all those little things just help people find us and to spread our, our little sharings as well. Like, And otherwise, we look forward to connecting with you next week. And for this week, play with being you. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dallin. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdallman.com and thethirstysoul.com. Thank you.